Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Better known for Here Come to Judge, but he was the co-writer of the original Devil with the Blue Dress. Yeah, that's what it was supposed to sound like before Mitch Ryder decimated it. On the Soul label in 1964, got to number 26, R&B bubbled under the pop chart. Oh, just the best version of that. And uh, he wrote it with Mickey Stevenson, died in a boating accident on the Detroit River in 1969, which is why we didn't hear much more from Shorty Long, 29 years old. So, we are... Talking, obviously, around uh, around the pandemic in many ways, but Larry Doria is the president and CEO of P4 Security Systems. I, uh, I don't know if he's ready to join us or not, but I have been uh, enjoying his uh, his website. So I'll, uh, I'll just ask, Larry, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Well, welcome to WGN Radio. Thanks for taking time out. You know, it's interesting. There have been so many articles about scams that you could fall prey to during the pandemic that I think a lot of people aren't necessarily focused on. Yeah, well, that could be your physicality as well. So I know that uh, on p4secure.com, there's information about improving personal safety. How do you do that? Well, there's a lot of uh, different techniques to improve your personal safety. Uh, There's anywhere from getting actual training through a, a training company like ours to just doing it on your own. But uh, you've got to be aware. Uh, situational awareness is, is the number one thing. You have to be aware of what's going around you. Uh, you. You can't be looking down at your cell phone and texting while you're walking down the street. Um, people will not only attack you and try to steal your wallet or your phone, but uh, they're actually now people are jumping out of their cars to go pick up that pizza or get something from a restaurant and somebody's jumping in their car and driving it away with it. It's happening every day. So uh, I would say the number one thing is uh, situational uh, awareness and know what's going on around you and be smart about it. Cause attention to yourself if you have to. And then if you want some formalized training, there's a lot of ways that you can get that through different uh, organizations and companies. Now, do you offer it for individuals at P4? Yes, we do. We offer it. Not only are our our people trained in it, but uh, we'll do it for, uh, we have a 30 uh, 
SME subject matter experts that do a lot of different trainings. And one of our courses is situational awareness, self-defense and things of that nature. And we can do it anywhere for uh, small groups to large groups. Uh, we do it for a lot of large firms, Fortune 500s and things of that nature. You know, it's interesting. It's probably more necessary than ever to be aware, and probably in general, people are less aware than ever. You see individuals who are texting. It's bad enough texting and driving, but texting and walking, they're just walking off curbs into God knows what. We know about the uh, danger that can be there in terms of interacting with, uh, with traffic, but what I think is happening is this is probably a criminal's dream. People are less aware than ever, aren't they? For sure, and especially now because everybody's wearing masks. So they're going into stores with masks on. A lot of times a ball cap and sunglasses, and many times it's just a regular person like you or I going to go shopping. But because of what's going on, criminals right now are going in and sticking up 7-Elevens and and other businesses that are open uh, because when they walk in the door, the the employees figure it's just somebody that has a mask on to, to uh, protect them from the COVID. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's so true. And it's like the old joke you're hearing. I, I never thought I'd uh, uh, be at the point where I donned a mask, walked into Money, uh, but uh, the the average person is now. Prior to the pandemic, uh, the, the teller would be on heightened alert if somebody walked in that way, and probably still would be with a ski mask. But uh, the idea of uh, of a facial mask and, like you say, some type of head covering, that's not causing anybody to uh, kind of take a jaundiced look. So with business owners or even employees who are dealing with with the public at this point, what's the biggest advice you can give them in terms of what to look for when everybody else is in a mask too? Well, the thing is, is depending on your business, how big it is and how many employees you have, if you have security or not, you know, you can ask people uh, if you have them, you know, at the, at the entrance of the facility, and your social distancing to have them take that mask down, show the security person or the employee their ID that matches their face, their, their license, or something like that. Uh, in some instances, you're just not a big enough business to do that, so you have to take your chances and you have to, you know, look at people and, and uh, just hope that uh, that they're legit. Um, you know, if you see today it was 80 degrees out. If somebody walks in and they got a winter coat on, something's not right. Uh, they've got something underneath that coat, or they're going right. to try to steal something. So there's there's different things you can do, but uh, it's it's very tough right now. And even even though most people have cameras right now, uh, with a camera, it's going to be pretty tough when somebody's got on a mask, sunglasses, and a ball cap. Um, so that that's something that uh, has just started to happen, and um, programs you know will be put together to combat that. But that's that's to be seen. I would assume that most of these security cameras aren't necessarily high def as it is. It would seem that if you're now having to deal with people who are uh, draped in uh, in disguises, if you will, that maybe this is a time that companies should be looking to upgrade security systems from their dull black and whites. Sure. Well, they have been over the years getting some really good cameras, and nowadays we have uh, uh, cameras that have programs built into them to, uh, with uh, artificial intelligence for analytics of uh, certain behaviors. So actually cameras have been very good uh, 
they're actually talking about technology with cameras now. So with this, uh, with this virus, what's going to happen is some of these large firms are going to want to check people as they come into the building. So, you know, cameras will be one way of doing it. Uh, the best way is going to be having a security person with a handheld uh, device that can check them. Uh, but next to that, uh, cameras will have different analytics in them that can actually uh, see if they have a fever and then run them through a database uh, throughout the company to see who it is and things like that so that they don't slow down the, the entrance of 10,000 people in the morning going into a large uh, commercial high-rise. Right, which makes all the sense in the world for, for major employers. But I would, when I was referring to people with their dull cameras, very often it's the convenience store on the corner or the ma and pa shop where, you know, yeah, they put in a security camera 20 years ago and, uh, and so forth. Uh, I would think that the costs have come down sufficiently that if you haven't, now's a good time to really look at upgrading those systems. Absolutely. Yeah, the costs are way, so your product is much better and it's much cheaper than it used to be. And uh, so, yes, it's definitely worth uh, people that don't have good systems to put good systems in. Now, I was looking at the services you offer, and uh, I I had not even realized, by the way, that in Illinois in 2020, they uh, they passed recreational marijuana. And so you have an entire, uh, uh, I guess, category of dispensary and cultivation center. I would think that that brings a unique amount of, uh, of concern and how to keep that secure. Sure. Um, so, you know, because it's a new business and it's a growing industry, uh, uh, everything changes quickly, very quickly. Uh, new, new places opening up quickly and, uh, uh you know, you learn something new every day. But, yes, especially right now, uh, it's an essential business. Uh, there's a lot of people that are going into the dispensaries. You have to keep them socially distanced. You have to make sure that outside of the dispensary that they're in uh, secured lines and organized lines and they're not blocking traffic, things like that. But uh, uh, it is a growing business. Uh, it is an ass- uh, considered an essential business. And uh, actually, they're doing quite well. I got to ask, an essential business, how did they get that through? You know, I don't know. uh, I'm not a lawmaker, but I (laughs) I think that they got it through because uh, uh, some of it is medical and it's legit medical. And some of it with the new rec, they feel that, you know, it'll keep Mm. people more calm and things like that. Are, Are liquor stores essential businesses? I'll be honest with you, I don't know if they are or not. Yeah, I wonder. In any event, I would would think, actually, in this category that uh, I don't know how the laws work in the state, but in most cases, if you're going to do a cultivation facility or even a dispensary, you've got to get approval from the township that you're going to operate in. And I would also think that that approval, in part, comes with a promise of all sorts of heightened security. So I would think that it's not even a choice for many of these people that it is, in fact, uh, a mandate. Absolutely. It's mandated. Uh, we're in uh, we're in over 10 states and growing. Every state, it's mandated and it's very strict. Illinois is one of the strictest in the country. Uh, not only do you have to have a certain amount of physical security officers, whether they be civilian officers or off-duty police or retired police, but you also have to have uh, electronics and cameras and 
uh, alarms and it's it's more secure than a bank um and uh the state police at any time can look in on the cameras and see what's going on very very strict they do due diligence from the illinois department of professional regs and most states are the same um so they really do have a very secure uh program in these facilities I would also assume that all protection is not equal. Uh, obviously, there are you have many competitors, and, uh, and including many individuals who are operating. But in terms of individuals who say, you know, hey, I'm not a Fortune 500 company. I'm a small company. I need I need some help. What should they be looking for when they're looking for somebody to help them? Okay, well, there's a few things. Uh, I'm the chairman of the board of the Illinois Security Professionals. We are the number one uh, security networking uh, organization in Illinois. Um, I'm also involved heavily with the ASIS, which is the International uh, Networking uh, Association. I'm uh, on their security council, and then I'm with uh, NASCO, the National Association of Security Companies, which is just uh, a large, uh, large presence in the United States with legislation and the big firms, and, and I can go on and on on the different organizations. But if they join a good networking organization, that organization, uh, for example, the Illinois Security Professionals has lobbyists that lobby for the whole industry. Uh, they have uh, guest speakers monthly. They have training seminars um, and all, all different kinds of events to bring you into the fold and give you advice where you can just pick up the phone and you can always reach someone that'll be able to give you help. You obviously have decades of experience in this, so I got to ask, what's the oddest thing you've ever been asked to guard? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> some of them have been people, to be quite honest with you. I did a lot of the movies in the 80s and 90s in Chicago with I probably did over a hundred major stars, and they were very okay. odd. But the, the <laughs> oddest thing was probably the uh, the yachting cup, the uh, oh. the America's Cup. Uh, the yachting community looked at it as a god, and they we had to pick it up in a uh, in a uh, bulletproof vehicle, and we always had to have security people around it with ropes, and uh, we had <laughs> to put it to bed with security around it in a vault, and. Uh, it was it was very interesting, but that's probably one of the oddest things I've ever had to today. Yes, the wealthy among us do have another set of values. That's that's about where I'll leave that. But it's uh, it, it's great, and uh, for individuals who are starting to realize, especially during the middle of a stay-at-home order, that maybe it's time to look at some security for themselves or perhaps their companies. P4Secure.com. Larry, thanks for joining us. Thank you.